Friday, 11th of September, 2020. Welcome to Ellipsis. My name is Ravneet and you are listening to episode 45. The poem today is by Claudia Rankin, a celebrated American poet. The poem is titled, Don't Let Me Be Lonely, and within parenthesis, There Was a Time. It is from her award-winning collection, Don't Let Me Be Lonely. I'm reading this poem today because we are drowning in statistics of death. In one particular story of suicide, with never-ending news surrounding it, and in the ever-increasing cacophony surrounding us, we are also drowning of loneliness. This collection of poems, Claudia says, was written in response to 9-11. It was written in response to the alienation and fear that people felt after the incident. It was particularly a response to the alienation and fear the black people felt in the aftermath of 9-11. Stories of segregation and police violence, the rise of racism alongside the rise of collective American anger. Reading now, Don't Let Me Be Lonely. There was a time by Claudia Rankin. Don't let me be lonely, there was a time, by Claudia Rankin. There was a time I could say no one I knew well had died. This is not to suggest no one died. When I was eight, my mother became pregnant She went to the hospital to give birth and returned without the baby. Where's the baby? we asked. Did she shrug? She was the kind of woman who liked to shrug. Deep within her was an everlasting shrug. That did not seem like a death. That did not seem like a death. The years went by and people only died on television. If they weren't black, they were wearing black or were terminally ill. Then I returned home from school one day and saw my father sitting on the steps of our home. He had a look that was unfamiliar. It was flooded, so leaking. I climbed the steps as far away from him as I could get. He was breaking or broken. Or to be more precise, he looked to me like someone understanding his aloneness. Loneliness. His mother was dead. I'd never met her. It meant a trip back home for him. When he returned, he spoke neither about the airplane nor the funeral. Every movie I saw while in the third grade compelled me to ask, Is he dead? Is she dead? Because the characters often live against all odds, it is the actors whose mortality concerned me. If it were an old black and white film, whoever was around would answer yes. Months later, the actor would show up on some late night talk show to promote his latest efforts. I would turn and say, one always turns to say, you said he was dead. And the misinformed would claim, I never said he was dead. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Inevitably, we get older. Whoever is still with us says, Stop asking me that. Or one begins asking oneself that same question differently. Am I dead? Am I dead? 
Though this question at no time explicitly translates into should I be dead, eventually the suicide hotline is called. You are as usual watching television the 8 o'clock movie when a number flashes on the screen. 1800 suicide. You dial the number. Do you feel like killing yourself? The man on the other end of the receiver asks. You tell him, I feel like I'm already dead. When he makes no response, you add, I am in death's position. He finally says, don't believe what you're thinking and feeling. Then he asks, where do you live? Fifteen minutes later, the doorbell rings. You explain to the ambulance attendant that you had a momentary lapse of happily. The noun, happiness, is a static state of some platonic ideal you know better than to pursue. Your modifying process had happily or unhappily experienced a momentary pause. This kind of thing happens, perhaps still happening. He shrugs and in turn explains that you need to come quietly or he'll have to restrain you. If he's forced to restrain you, he will have to report that he's forced to restrain you. It is this simple. Resistance will only make matters more difficult. Any resistance will only make matters worse. By law, I'll have to restrain you. His tone suggests that you should try to understand the difficulty in which he finds himself. This is further disorienting. I'm fine. Can't you see that? You climb into the ambulance unassisted. That was Don't Let Me Be Lonely, There Was a Time by Claudia Rankin. I was reading from the poets.org website and I'll add the link to the show notes as always. I love the really slow, simmering way in which this poem builds up and brings us face to face with the urgent question of contemplating death and feeling dead. I adore her use of the phrase, a momentary lapse of happily, one that we can all relate to and have felt more than once these past few months. And after all of that, we get up and go about our lives unassisted. Until Tuesday, Living in Ellipsis, Ravneet Bhava.